welcome to the Dr. Frankavilla Show. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Frankavilla, board-certified family physician and diplomate with the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I've been helping patients lose weight to treat and prevent medical problems for the last 10 years, and I'm taking what I've learned from them to you. In this podcast, you will learn the science behind why you struggle with your weight and what to do about it, tips for common challenges, work to fight bias about what a healthy weight really is, and improve your relationship with food and your body. Please remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. This podcast is meant to be informational in nature only, not medical advice. Please seek out care from your physician for your specific needs. Okay, let's get started. Hello there, and welcome to the Dr. Frank Villa Show. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about lies that you tell yourself, specifically five lies that I want you to try to identify if these are happening to you and how to change these lies you tell yourself. So I don't know if you have ever been introduced to this concept, but did you realize that our thoughts are really all just stories that we are telling ourselves? These are just stories. These are narrations in our head. And we have the power to change our thoughts. And when we change our thoughts, we can change our actions. So if this is a new concept to you, like feel free to pause and take that in for a second. But our thoughts are just stories that we're telling to ourselves, and we can change our thoughts. But first, we have to recognize those thoughts before we can do anything about them. So today, I'm going to present some common thoughts that I think people have when they are trying to improve their health, change their weight, make changes. And I'm going to present them sort of as lies that you're telling yourself so you can recognize these lies and try to stop lying to yourself. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about, lie number one, this is one of the most common ones I see, is I'm going to start tomorrow, or I'm going to start next week, or I'm going to start when this big project at work is done. This this I'm going to start tomorrow mentality. Okay, so this is a really common thing that we tell ourselves, right? Well, when things get easier, I'll go ahead and start taking care of myself. When life slows down, I'll take care of myself. When I get through this party or this celebration today, I'll start taking care of myself. And the problem with this mindset is that a lot of times, tomorrow kind of never comes, right? We just kind of restarting the clock. If we're waiting for a project to get done at work or waiting for our kids to get a little older, then there might just be a new stressor right around the corner, right? Maybe there's a new project. Maybe there's a catastrophe at our house that we have to deal with. But if we wait for life to get easier, sometimes it never does. And so we have to make those changes in the world we live in now. Sometimes we kind of put these unnecessary artificial deadlines on things, right? I'll start tomorrow. I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start on April 1st. And that can just delay you taking care of yourself. That can also lead to just yo-yoing, right? Where you work really hard for a discrete period of time to take care of your health. And then, you know, an event comes, the vacation that you were waiting for happens, and you're sort of back to not being intentional about how you're eating, how you're moving. So this I'm going to start tomorrow mindset is a really big lie that I think we tell ourselves, right? So you can always start something now, right? Maybe six months from now, you'll be able to exercise more. Maybe six months from now, you'll have time to make more food in your own home. Maybe six months from now, you'll be able to get more sleep. 
But that doesn't mean we don't try at all right now, right? It doesn't have to be all or nothing. We just listened to the uh, black and white episode. I hope that was an episode where we talked about different black and white mindsets that we have. And I think the I'll start tomorrow is like a continuation of that, right? So we want to make sure that we are being intentional every day and that we're not just putting off our behavior changes around health to the future because we just keep doing that, right? It's easy to be like, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. I'll start next month. I'll start next month. We can make small change now, right? Even if that's only walking 10 minutes, even if that's just adding a serving of vegetables, even if that's just replacing one meal a day with a protein bar, we can make some change now. It may not be the ideal version of what we want our life to look like in six or 12 months, but if we don't make any change now, then we're unlikely to be closer to our goals six months from now, right? So do what we can today. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Life might get more challenging tomorrow. So let's do what we can today. All right. Lie number two that we tell ourselves, it's just a bite. It's just a bite. Sometimes this is totally true. It is just a bite, but sometimes it's not. Now, in reality, one bite of something is not going to kill you. Well, you know, unless you have like an anaphylactic reaction to it. So don't take just one bite of something you're allergic to. But kind of kidding aside, you know, one bite of a cookie, one bite of a cheeseburger, one bite of rice, whatever these foods are that you may intentionally not eat is not going to worsen your health. It's not going to change your weight. One bite is probably not a big deal. But lots of one bites add up, right? So sometimes this looks like having a batch of cookies on the counter or a leftover birthday cake. Maybe this looks like a bag of chips for you or leftovers from dinner. And it's just sitting there and you take one bite. Again, one bite's not going to change anything. But if every couple of minutes you're walking back and you're having one more bite and now you've had two cookies or four cookies or finished your um, leftovers from the restaurant, that is going to make a substantial impact on the amount of food you ate that day, right? And if one of your goals is to eat less, then one more bite can be sort of a problematic mentality. I also see this with sort of like candy at people's offices or other places. Maybe you walk by your friend's desk and every time you walk by, there's candy. Like, you know, one mini Snickers is probably not going to make or break anything for you. But 10 mini Snickers is, even if that's just over the course of a week, right? It doesn't even have to all be in the same day, but that's going to start adding up in lots of different ways for your health. So the it's just one bite can sort of add up. If you're not sure if you're doing this, if you're not really intentional, this is where sometimes logging can become really helpful. You don't have to count every calorie. It doesn't have to be that type of logging if that's not your style, but just writing down what really are you eating in a day. So sometimes we think about our breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but we kind of ignore all those other little bites, all those little tastes, snagging a little bit of our, our kids' leftover food, having a bite of our spouse's dinner, all those little one bites sometimes do add up. So, you know, don't go crazy over everything you put in your mouth. But if you are constantly telling yourself this kind of lie, right? It's just one bite. Well, how many just one bites is it before it does become a big deal, right? And that's going to vary from person to person. That's just becoming intentional. 
I think sometimes the just one bite mentality can also be a way of sort of depriving ourselves. So we think about that cake and you're like, I'm not going to have the cake. I'm not going to have the cake. And then you walk by and you have one bite of the cake and you're like, okay, it's one little bite. I'm fine. All right. Now I'm going to have another little bite and now I'm going to have another little bite. And you may end up eating more than what a reasonable portion would have just been in the beginning, right? So maybe you would have just been better off cutting yourself a you know reasonable portion of the cake sitting down, enjoying it, not feeling restricted, just have your cake and move on as opposed to telling yourself, I shouldn't have it. I'll just have one bite. I shouldn't have it. I'll just have one bite. I shouldn't have it. I'll just have one bite. Right? So if you're constantly fighting with yourself and telling yourself, I shouldn't have it. And then throughout the day, you're having all these little bites of things that can be this. It's just one bite lie that we're telling ourselves. So if it really is one bite, great. But if it ends up being 20 bites, then it's no longer one bite, right? Now it's just a meal. And so look for that if you're finding yourself doing that. And again, sometimes that can come from a place of trying to deprive yourself, trying to restrict yourself. And if that's the case, recognize that. And maybe you actually should just have a reasonable portion of the food so you can sort of move on and let it out of your brain. Or maybe if you're just not aware of what you're eating that much, that's a great time to start logging and bringing that awareness to what you're eating. Okay, lie number three. Well, I'm doing better than so-and-so. Okay, why does this even matter, right? People tell me this all the time, you know, well, you know, I'm eating better than my husband. Okay, great, good for you. But are you doing the best for you and for your needs and your body, right? This is not a competition. Making this a competition, you know, sometimes that can be fun, health challenges, who can get the most steps in, who can make the biggest change, who can drink their water, whatever. We see these health challenges. They're not always a bad thing, but this journey has to be about you. So it doesn't really matter what your husband or your gym buddy or your neighbor or your coworker is eating or how much they're moving or any of the things they're doing, because this is about your journey. So stop comparing yourself to other people, whether it's good or bad, how you're comparing yourself, you know, I'm not doing as good as so-and-so, or I'm doing a lot better than them. It doesn't really matter. That person doesn't have your genetics. They don't have your cholesterol level. They don't have your blood sugar. They have a different number on the scale. You are doing this for you, right? They might be a different age than you, a different gender. They have different life stressors. They have a different gut microbiome. We really, you know, can't compare ourselves to others when we're trying to work on our health. We really can only compare ourselves to ourselves, right? Do I feel better than I did a month ago? Am I better rested? Do I have better energy? Can I, you know, walk up more flights of stairs? Can I walk faster? Can I run faster? Can I lift more weight? Does my blood sugar look better? Does my cholesterol look better? Does my acid reflux feel better, right? You have to do this for yourself. So yeah, your spouse might eat pizza and beer and maybe that's okay for them. Maybe they don't care how they feel or maybe they feel fine and their weight's fine and their blood work looks fine. That's their story. But maybe when you eat those foods, you don't feel good or you know your blood sugar is going to spike or you know that you're going to you know, gain weight from that one day of eating that way. It's your body. You have to do this for yourself. So there's lots of different comparison lies and um, mindsets that can get us in trouble. But this one I'm talking about is that, you know, I'm doing better than so-and-so. Again, let that go. If you find yourself telling yourself that, reset and remind yourself why you're doing this, what your goals are, what you're trying to improve, how you're trying to feel. It has to be about you because at the end of the day, 
that's all that matters, right? It doesn't matter if you're quote doing better than someone else. You really are just trying to get yourself in a better place, whatever that is for you, right? Okay, so that was lie number three. I'm doing better than so-and-so. Lie number four is the I deserve it. The I deserve it lie. This can look lots of different ways, okay? So I am all about celebrating. Celebrate yourself. I am all about treating yourself. I'm about indulging. But don't undo the work you have done, okay? So where this can really get in people's way is maybe you have a nutrition plan you're working on all week and you stick to it, you're happy, you're satisfied. And then the weekend comes and you're like, you know, I was really good all week. I deserve X, Y, or Z, right? So maybe that's going out and having pizza, beer, ice cream, not thinking about it, not being intentional at all. Don't do that. You've undone all your work, right? So you have worked all week to stick to your nutrition plan. You know, maybe you shave off 800 calories all week. Maybe it's more. You can undo all of that in one meal when you have this I deserve it mentality, right? Well, I did great. So now I'm going to do whatever the heck I want. We really are striving for consistency. So that doesn't mean you never have pizza or beer or ice cream or whatever your thing is. It doesn't mean that at all. But it means that we continue to be intentional, right? So we want to try to stay pretty steady with our nutrition choices. That's why restrictive nutrition plans don't work very well long-term because you may be really great at sticking to your nutrition plan, but then you know a trip happens or going out to dinner happens. And now all of a sudden you're having these drastic yo-yos up and down in your eating style. I always go back to that National Weight Control Registry data because I think it's so powerful. That's that data that shows people who have lost 30 pounds or more and have kept it off for more than a year. What did they do? How did they achieve that? And one of the things we see in that data is they eat really consistent eating patterns, right? So if they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, they do that every day. They don't do that two days a week. They do that, you know, seven days a week. If they wake up and they have, you know, oatmeal every day for breakfast, that's what they do, right? If they um, have a salad every day for lunch, that's what they do. If their dinner is always focused at protein and veggies, that's what they do. They don't have these wild swings where three days of the week they're doing that and two days of the week they're doing, you know, whatever and not paying attention. So being intentional, that may just mean watching portion sizes when you're on the weekend and you're you're relaxed and you're doing more social eating, but you don't want to have these wild swings and this mentality of I deserve it. The other time we'll see this is with exercise, right? You're like, well, I, you know, I ran, you know, a a mile, I worked out for an hour. I lifted all these weights. I hiked for six hours. Like I deserve it. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. Or now I'm going to go be a couch potato the whole next day and do nothing. I'm not going to walk or stretch or do yoga or anything. This I deserve it mentality. So, you know, you have to watch for that mentality, right? We want to stay sort of even, we want consistent patterns And if the reason why we are doing these things is this, I deserve it mentality, again, is that coming from a place where we're being too restrictive of ourselves the rest of the time? And then we kind of rebel against that. And it's, it's, again, this all or nothing yo-yoing that's happening. So if you find yourself having a lot of this, I deserve it self-talk, look, I hear you, right? Like you should celebrate, treat yourself. You deserve all of it. I don't know what it is, but you deserve it. Take a step back and decide if it's a good choice, right? I think you deserve everything. You shouldn't have to limit anything in your life, whatever it is, right? You deserve the fancy dress. You deserve the fancy leggings. You deserve the cake, okay? You deserve 
anything. But is it an intentional part of your plan that's going to help you be successful in your health, right? So letting go of this, I deserve it mentality and asking yourself, like, do I want it? Do I need it? Is it helping me, right? You deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. It's not about deserving it or not deserving it. What it's about is, is it serving your needs? Is it helping you be healthy? Is it helping you be the person you want to be? Ask yourself that question, not whether you deserve it, because you do deserve it. Okay, I promise you deserve it. But let go of that mentality. Do you want it? Do you need it? Is it a good fit? Is it helping you reach your goal? And maybe if it's around food, and that's some of the thing, you know, you constantly, maybe celebrations, right? You made it through the week. Maybe we need to find a new way to celebrate, right? New things that we deserve. Maybe, you know, that's clothing. Maybe that's a bath. Maybe that's going to the spa. Maybe that's going to a movie. But find some new things to help you celebrate that that aren't food, if that has been your traditional way of celebrating. Okay, Lie number five that we tell ourselves is it doesn't matter anyway. I'm still not at my goal. I'm not at my goal weight. I'm not at my goal blood sugar. Like it doesn't matter anyway. It's not making an impact. Okay. So this one I see as well. And this can be really problematic for our health, right? If, if we're just sort of like throwing up our hands, I give up. It's not working. If you find yourself doing this, you know, take that pause and say, okay, I I get that I'm frustrated, but what would life look like if I did nothing, right? So most people that I see, most people just living in the world that are maintaining their weight, staying at their weight, whatever it is, they are working to some degree to do that, right? There are some people where it is effortless, but I think that's a very small amount of people, right? Most people are making some choices, right? They're choosing to move on a regular basis. They're choosing to have balanced meals. They are not having every dessert they see. They're not having every packaged food they see, right? They're being intentional in some way. Now, may it be easier for them than for you? Absolutely, but probably they are doing something intentionally to reach their health goals. If, if they just throw up their hands, like likely their health is going to change, right? And that's probably the same for you. So if you feel like you are making good choices, you're getting enough sleep, you are eating a balanced diet, you're exercising five, seven days a week, and you're like, it doesn't matter, I'm not making an impact. That's not true. You are maintaining, right? You're You're keeping things from getting worse. What would happen if you didn't exercise, right? Let's say you have prediabetes. What would happen if you weren't doing that exercise, right? How long until you progressed to having high enough blood sugar that it was considered diabetes, right? If you didn't weigh yourself, you just said, it doesn't matter. I give up. It never makes a difference. My guess is you get on that scale in a month or six months or two years, and the number is going to be higher, right? If you do nothing. So this, it doesn't matter anyways. I'm not at my goal. I might as well not even try that is never going to pay off for you, okay? Maybe you need to change your strategy, right? Maybe what you're doing is not the optimal thing. Maybe you need to get more aggressive if you're not on a medication. Maybe you need to consider that. If you have not considered surgery, maybe you need to consider that. If you keep trying the same nutrition plan over and over and it's not a fit, maybe you need a different nutrition plan, but don't give up altogether, right? You deserve more than that. To go back to that concept, you deserve more, right? You deserve to take care of yourself. And so even if it feels like it's not paying off, don't let your mindset go to the, it doesn't matter anyways. That's one of the biggest lies we can tell ourselves. Like, you know what? An extra 20 minutes of sleep does matter. You know, an extra 10 minutes of walking a week does matter. These little things do impact our health. And if we throw up our hands all together, we are not going to end up in a better place. 
Okay, so our lies that we tell ourselves, we might tell ourselves, I'll start tomorrow. Maybe we are telling ourselves that it's just one bite. Maybe we're telling ourselves, I'm doing better than so-and-so. Maybe we're saying, I deserve it. Or maybe we're saying, it doesn't matter anyways. I might as well give up. I want you to look for these lies. That's your homework this week. Look for these patterns of thought that you have. If you don't recognize them, they're really hard to change. But when you find yourself telling yourself these stories, take that pause and recognize it and challenge yourself a little bit. Like, okay, it doesn't matter anyways. Is that really true, right? Okay, I'm doing better than my friend, but what does that mean? Why does that matter? I want to do better than I can do. I want to be a better version of me. So when you start recognizing these thought patterns, you can start making big changes in your mindset. And when you make changes in your mindset, you can make changes in your life and in your health. So look for these lies, look for these mindset shifts that you need to have. And again, this week, I want you to work on finding these. Are these lies you're telling yourself out there? Can you change that mindset? And again, if we don't recognize our thoughts, we can't do anything about them. So pay attention to those thoughts. They are stories that we are telling ourselves and we can change that story. All right, take care and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Frank Avila Show, where we learn about all things related to weight and health. If you love this podcast, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend or loved one. If you have a topic about weight and health you want me to tackle, head over to the website, thedrfrankavillashow.com to submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Take care.